Yep. It's about that time again. This is Coach C. Collins, and I'm talking Coach's Rise Time, where we talk a little bit of basketball. I give a little bit of advice from my insight to yours. Just trying to give you guys my perspective. Uh, again, you can catch me and Coach MJ's main show on About That Life Podcast. For those who are supporting, those who are listening, those who like the content, dislike the content. Either way, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, if, you, if you really want to see more inside, uh, more inside to it, feel free to reach out to me on social media. Uh, you're more than welcome to uh, check out the big episodes about that live podcast or previous episodes of Coach's Rise Time. Uh, one small click for you is a big help for me, so I do appreciate it. Uh, so this is the two-parter of the doubleheader that I was talking about in my previous episode. Uh, do really want to try to get more consistent on getting you guys content out there uh, because even again, if one person's listening, uh, that means a lot to me because you're taking the time out of your life to hear me talk and give a little bit of my perspective. Uh, hope still hope everybody's safe out there with COVID and the numbers rising. You know, please try to keep yourself mentally strong. Uh, lean on your family. Make a lot of Zoom calls. Don't isolate yourself if you can, because we're already kind of forced to see the same four walls every day. And just keep your head up, because I know I know it's tough, especially for athletes out there. So for this topic, I wanted to talk pick and roll, right? Uh, I wanted to keep it pretty simple. Uh, last topic was. <laughs> you know, pretty something more sensitive, obviously more personal. So let's zero it in back to basketball. And I wanted to talk the pick and roll. Now, everybody in the basketball world uses the pick and roll. That's that's obvious. I mean, that's just, you know, part of basketball. Uh, if you want some uh, numerical support of it uh, in the NBA, the uh, um, each team or not, I'm sorry, let me back up in the NBA not each team, but each game, uh, the pick and roll is used a minimum of 88 times per game, 88 times on average per game. And that, and of course that's counting both teams, but 88 times the pick and roll is used on average. So it's safe to say that the pick and roll is here to stay. And of course there's many variations. There are many styles you can run it, uh, you know, different types of screens. Um, for me in particular, I like to run flat, uh, pretty much. I believe every team in America runs some version of flat where uh, you basically send, you know, three guys down, bring typically your big up, your your five or your four, uh, with nowadays fives are basically becoming stretch shooters like uh, Brooke Lopez, who's basically, you know, like a seven foot two uh, Clay Thompson, you know, so if you have those versatile bigs, that makes it even better. But if we're talking at the grassroots level, like uh, high school, uh, where, where bigs are still king because most kids can't shoot at a high clip like the professional level uh, college. Uh, there's so much positionless basketball. Um, and then youth size, uh, grassroots, where we're talking like eighth grade and below, where bigs are still overall pretty dominant because kids just typically don't have the, the, the coordination and the ball strength to shoot a three-point shot, especially a long three-point shot at a consistent rate. Even their mid-range uh, still suffers. So the pick and roll is still a big weapon. So then it poses the question, when do you start introducing it? When do you start teaching it? You can't really teach it at third and fourth grade. One, just don't have the IQ, don't have the body control. Typically, if you have a really big fourth grader, kid can barely walk and chew bubble gum. So trying to get him to conceptually do a successful pick and roll is a pretty tall order to ask. Um, so that eliminates those two grades. Fifth grade is very interesting. Um, I believe 
and, and again, this is always my perspective and me giving you guys uh, some insight as coaches. Steal my ideas if you like them. If you don't, say you don't know what the hell he's talking about. But I believe by fifth grade, that's when you introduce the concept of the pick and roll. You start to – you can put in your play flat. Um, like for me, for instance, which is send the three other guys the hell out the way, get my ball handler, my big up there, do a two-man game, create from there, figure out basketball, right? Um, or you can get more intricate, setting, you know, a ball screen with the opposite action on the weak side, doing a pin down or a hammer screen. Um, you can do, you know, um, decoy screens. You can do, I have a play called Chico where it's a pick and roll action, but it's a wall screen. You can introduce horns. Um, but I do believe by fifth grade, you do need to start to introduce the pick and roll action. Sixth grade, I think it needs to be implemented and you conceptually in your practices and drills break down how to do a successful pick and roll. Like, for instance, this is just an example of a drill I teach where we do a two-man pick and roll action. Big passes me the ball, then comes up to set a screen. The guard's job, because he'll have his own ball, is supposed to dribble down past the shoulder, past the bottom shoulder of my big, and then recover back up and then hit the opposite shoulder of the big to let them know that that is the side they roll on for a pick and roll action, and then the big decides if they want to roll, if they want to pop. My guard then has to make a successful pass and then use run across, do a flare into a pass from me because, remember, the big threw me the ball at the beginning. I pass it to him for a three-point shot. Again, that's just teaching the the concepts of how to move on a pick and roll. I think you need to definitely start doing those type of drills. I think you should do those drills all the time. But personally, you really have to overemphasize them um, in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Because the reality is by the time they hit high school, they're going to do the pick and roll action. Now, of course, there are some high schools that don't. For instance, uh, the high school I coach at at Whitney, Coach French isn't a big proponent of using pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Uh, He uses uh, the triple gap, which is, you know, basically trying to create a lane. You either have a dump off, a kick out or a safety. Nothing wrong with that. But the reality is by college, for sure, uh, I don't care what level of college, whether you run the short 17 action with uh, uh, some curls there. You can run the Princeton action. Um, You can run... uh, Man, you can run a motion, you can, you know, screen up, screen away, like, uh, you can run, uh, why am I not thinking of the old school, I call it Indiana, for my players who listen to this, they, they, they know that play, oh, the flex, you can run the flex action, I mean, either, but script all that away, at the end of the day, you have to be able to run a two-man pick-and-roll game to survive and be successful in this game. So if you don't start teaching it to your kids by getting your guards to be able to shoot the jump shot and create their own offense, bigs to be able to seal, slip to the basket, read defenders, even stretch their game out to maybe knock down the mid-range or attacking the basket, putting the ball on the ground and attacking strong, then you're going to be in a really tough spot because the pick and roll is king. And I think you have to start teaching it and introducing it to kids early. If you don't, they're really going to struggle. Again, this is just my two cents. Just a little something I wanted to add uh, for this doubleheader today. Uh, Again, thanks for those who are listening. Uh, Let me reiterate, the pick and roll action is something you have to start to introduce in fifth grade. Uh, Sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, they experiment with it with a lot. By freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, they need to start mastering it. And what I mean by mastering means being able to create their offensive options, being able to score, being able to initiate an offense all through the pick and roll action. 
that is to me the easiest way to transition your game to the next high level because if you are fortunate enough to pay pro play if you are fortunate enough to play pro and at, at any level ibl pbl aba overseas nba whatever the case you have to be able to run the pick and roll and not only run it but be able to thrive in it uh again thanks for those who are listening thanks for those who are supporting I want to keep pushing good content to you. I'll keep trying to push a little, push a little bit of coaches' rose, coaches rise time. Uh, be sure to listen to the main show about that live podcast. I know me and Coach MJ and Ty uh, definitely love our passion project there. It's just about learning and, and getting you guys good information. I do hope everybody's being safe out there. I hope you all have a good night. Uh, I will. I guess next time I'll be talking to you, it will be a new year and we will be in 2021 and hopefully we could kick it off with some, with some good vibes and some love and, uh, things will go well again, stay safe. Uh, <laughs> you know, all I can say is, man, um, I keep loving what I'm doing and I, and I co- hope you guys out there keeps love what you're doing and I'm out. <laughs>